Well, my friends, it's that time of year again. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And we have had this annual tradition since 2018 because my favorite guest on the show is back. My wife, Rachel French. Rachel, would you greet everybody? Hello, everybody. Are you excited to be back for our annual Christmas episode this year? Very excited. It's my favorite time of year, and I always love getting to be a guest on your podcast. Well, I'm so glad that you're here. Guys, we're going to have so much fun today. Rachel and I are about to answer some Christmas questions that you have submitted And we're going to be talking about a couple interesting topics that are going to encourage you in this holiday season about the present of being present and also how it's difficult to focus on your dilemma when you're looking at the deliverer. And so we can't wait to just walk through this with you, grab some hot cocoa, and let's have a Merry Christmas as we celebrate the holiday right here on the Noteworthy Podcast. Let's go. Well, here we are, and it's quite beautiful. We are in the studio, which is actually just the living room of our house. And a beautiful, real fireplace is burning. Electric. It's actually an electric fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) Alongside our beautiful, real, artificial It's actually a fake tree, tree. but (laughs) it feels lovely in here. And um, Rachel made herself some hot chocolate. I I do not have any. I did. I already finished it. (laughs) Um, She did not bring me any hot chocolate for the interview. Sorry. But that's okay. I'll just um, continue on. But guys, we're jumping in to the Christmas-themed episode this year. We're so glad that you've joined us. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hitting play on this episode. Uh, To everybody that listens, just thank you, thank you. What a year it has been. I don't share a lot of numbers uh, of the podcast really on social media, but it's been the greatest year we've ever had here at Noteworthy, and that's because of you amazing listeners, and I'm so thankful for that. So, Rachel... I went to Instagram. Oh, did you? And I asked some people to submit some Christmas questions. Now, sometimes when I do that, I only get a couple questions, but people were pretty responsive. We have quite a few Christmas-themed questions, and are you ready to dive into these today? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. What did you get Nathan for Christmas? No, I'm just Is kidding. Is that a legit I'm question? Kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not actually on here. Okay. So we do have a few questions. I think there's about nine or ten here. And uh, Were any of them about how you style your hair? <laughs> <laughs> there, was, yeah, there was no questions about how I style my hair. And uh, just for the listeners so you know, the, the question that was uh, given on Instagram was... Ask Rachel and I any question about Christmas. Oh, okay. And we will answer it on the show. So these are supposed to all be Christmas themed, but we'll see what happens. Okay. So the first question is, do y'all open any gifts on Christmas Eve 
or save it all for Christmas Day. Okay, so over the last few years, we actually have done our Christmas at home as far as gifts are concerned on Christmas Eve, meaning that uh, I think, man, I don't even know how long we've been doing that. Um, but it just depends on the year because we alternate years with our families. Um, and so we, we take Christmas Eve and that's kind of like our Christmas at home. So even with Judah, or since he could walk, right, we've right. been doing gifts on Christmas Eve in the evening. We do dinner and we open gifts and that's just kind of been a tradition. This is the first year where that will not happen. Because yeah, we will actually have yeah. Christmas at home in our home, and our we'll get to wake up on Christmas Day and enjoy Christmas morning at home with our kids, and um, and that's going to be unique. But I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a unique year. You know, we've already had kind of an early Christmas with my side of the family on the the French side of the family, and so. It's going to be really cool this year. We actually have um, church on Christmas Day this year because um, Christmas Day is on a Sunday. So yeah. our church um, here in Jonesboro, Georgia, is having a candlelight Christmas service um, where it ends up Rachel and I are going to do some acoustic Christmas music and we're going to hear some inspiring words from our yes. pastor about the reason for the season. I it's it. going to be so much fun. Um, okay, so question question number two here. It says, snow or no snow? Now, I'm going to kick this one off because I was born in Illinois, in Winfield, Illinois, near Chicago. So... For me, snow was extremely inconvenient. And then my family moved to Indianapolis, Indiana when I was nine. And so when it snowed, it was crazy. I mean, you could hardly get out of your house. So for me, the way I grew up, if it were like that, I would say no snow because you feel like you can't get out of your house. But in Georgia, my answer is Absolutely, yes, because it's beautiful when it snows here. It's usually not too crazy, except even if there's like half an inch of snow, nobody knows how to drive. So that's a little bit of a problem. Here in the South, if it snows, nobody knows how to drive. Um, But Rachel, what do you think? Snow or no snow this year? What would you like to see? So I think if anyone has ever seen the infamous snow video from when you and I were dating that I share every single year in the month of January, Mm -hmm. I think, um, then anybody that has ever seen that video would probably know that I would choose snow all day, every day, which is so funny because when you say it was inconvenient for you in Indianapolis, it's kind of comical to me just because... Uh, it is like a whole different kind of inconvenient in the state of Georgia because right, right. like the entire state shuts down. Mm-hmm. It's like no school, nobody goes to work. It's like the greatest like and a, worst thing ever. Yeah. It's kind of lovely if you need just some time off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
But I will say, I'm going to throw in this quick little story because if you haven't seen the video, then you have to know what happened because I love snow and I have not seen a whole lot of it in my lifetime. I'm going to grab some water while you tell that story. Okay. Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. Cool. So I love snow. I have seen very little of it in my lifetime. I've had, uh, I've traveled to other states to see it, but as far as like in Georgia and it has snowed, um, it's been very rare. So one year it did snow, but not where I lived. So Nathan lived in Hampton and I lived in Barnesville and it was about 45 minutes away. And Nathan texted me, this is, um, probably a couple of weeks before we got engaged, I think, um, he texted me and he said, it's snowing here. And I was so bummed because I kept hearing okay, about Okay, I'm back. This. So you got to tell the real story. I kept Most hearing time. this, you know, the forecast for snow. Yay. Uh, and no snow was in sight. And right. so Nathan knew I was really bummed because he had snow and I did not. And it wasn't too long after he realized that I was like for real, for real bummed that I got another text that said, look out your window. And I looked out my window and there was Nathan. He had driven here in the dangerous icy snow that yes. is in Georgia. Yes, like a like a knight in shining This armor. was before the big snowmageddon thing that shut down <laughs> the whole state for like three days. Right. right. This was like a year year of year before something like that anyways he brought me a cooler of snow and i came out the front door and he was throwing snowballs at me and so anyway fast forward a little bit to the infamous video and he handed me his phone he said record a slow-mo of me throwing the snowball and so i did and he was going to throw the snowball over my head turns out it hit me straight in my forehead. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, and I, I felt, fell to I the ground. I have never felt so small <laughs> in all of my life. It was so terrible. And it's and, on video. And yeah, and you, it goes viral. It's like so dramatic year. because the, the phone falls to the ground. You can hear this dramatic crash. And then you hear, oh, no, I didn't mean to hit you. It was, it was mm. so great. I love it so much. Oh, yes. It was sweet of you to bring me snow. Yes. Oh, always, my dear. So was your answer yes or was it no? Wow, I told a really long story for an answer not to get across. Well, um, yes. I was trying. Always I, snow. I, I, I did always step away snow. to get water. Snow. Snow, 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 snow. <laughs> it snow, won't be long. It won't be long before there. Yeah, yeah. You snow. know the lyrics better than I do. I wanna wash my hands, my feet, my hair in snow. Snow. <laughs> okay. So, next question. And thank you all for submitting these questions. This is fun, right, Rachel? We're getting to kind of connect with the listeners. I love this. This is like. Anytime we get to just speak directly to the listeners, so much fun. That's what Christmas is all about. Okay, so pumpkin or apple pie? Ready? One, two, three. Apple pie. Pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Banana. (laughs) 
Um, I love it. So I actually We've been married prefer... a long time, and we can finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, miss mm. it, even though I know it's sandwiches. I always she always knows it. what it is. So but... I am all for the apple pie. I like apple pie, especially with vanilla ice cream. Mm. I really do. I see, babe. I'm gonna have to. Oh. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one because you like pecan pie. Well, yes, that's definitely, yeah, and that wasn't submitted, but pecan pie, which Georgians called, they call pecan pie. Pecan. Um, uh, I am from the north, so I call it pecan pie. But that is the superior pie, uh, hands down. It is. I would even say that a... Cherry pie is superior. Oh no 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 mm-hmm. no! Mm-hmm. Like if it's a cherry, like crumb, Mm-mm. like you know how they have yeah. the crumb. What do they call Cr- that? Yeah, the topping. Oh yeah. my goodness, right. a cherry crumb pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Do you, does anybody else feel the Holy Ghost right now? Oh, I feel. That. I okay. So, but going back Man, to I this just felt particular, something just settled in this question. Room. I want to love. Pumpkin pie. I really yeah. do. Pumpkin pie but is better than apple pie. It's not. It's just not. Warm apple pie with vanilla ice cream is just Okay, so cozy. there is cozy. apple pie that is delicious. Yeah. But it's not apple pie that you go buy in the, the frozen aisle. Oh, absolutely not. Like if if it's like a homemade mm-hmm. you know you know the apple pie where the apples are sliced like really thin Mm -hmm. and there's cinnamon on top and it has like the 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 dough on top that's crisscrossed yeah Yeah. that Mm -hmm. is a real apple pie Uh and i will eat that like it's about to go down if i have that yeah but i don't buy apple pie from the store so Rachel and I are a little divided over this one. She says apple. Yeah. I say pumpkin. Pecan superior to all. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip down just a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So the question is, what is your favorite Christmas song? But we'll make this a little more interesting because I'm gonna count to three. And I'm gonna I'm gonna guess what your favorite Christmas song is, and you're gonna guess what mine is at the same time. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Okay. One, two, three. The Christmas, Christmas song. Christmas time is here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So was I right about yours? Oh yeah. Go ahead and sing a line just for the the listeners. Christmas time is here. Happiness and cheer, fun for all the children call their favorite time of harmonize with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, she was not into that. <laughs> she left me hanging. There. I did leave you hanging, but I was um, enjoying you singing. Okay. Um, good thing we don't sing together for a living. Okay. So, um, I was probably the, wrong though. Here's on yours. the tough thing about that. I don't know what my favorite Christmas song is. Oh, whatever. Songs. You like the original Christmas song for sure. You talk about that. Well, I love... Um, I'm going to have to give you my top three. Okay. Okay. So when it comes to like classic non-spirituals, 
it's, White Christmas. It's, 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 well, you were right about the Christmas song. Yeah. But that's like, which I mean, your song is a non-spiritual song too. Is it in the top three? Yes. So the okay. Christmas song, you know, um, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. We did a whole Christmas podcast on that last Jack's year. So I won't, I won't preach on that. So now you want to sing. <laughs> I told you, I like hearing you sing. Okay, so... You don't need me to sing um, with you. There's a song that gets me a little emotional sometimes. Oh, yeah? It's called Oh, What a Precious Promise by oh. um, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, I knew um, that. Oh, what I a precious have, promise. That wouldn't be like my count of three answer. That is, that's in my top but three. But I did know that mm. you love that that's song. That's in my top three. And I have seen you get emotional listening to it. <laughs> Rachel may or may not have had to console me. I did. Because um, did. that song came on the other I day. Said, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I don't know he was not fine. what you're talking about. Um. And then there's a new Christmas song that is uh, absolutely lovely. And I would say it is my favorite of the last year. Um, oh. It's by a band named Kane, And they have redone uh, Come Let Us, or Oh Come All Ye Faithful. And uh, I always want to call it Come Let Us Adore Him. But the song is called Oh Come All Ye Faithful. And yeah. um, what they have done is they kind of Chris tomlin it. And they wrote a worship chorus to it um, where it's the traditional song and then it has a worship chorus. And Rachel and I have performed it at quite a few Christmas programs this year. Yeah. And man, the, just the Holy Ghost hits a little a little different every time we sing it because it kind of takes you to the throne room. See, again, know? though, when it comes to Kane's Christmas album, I could have guessed any of them on there because we both mm-hmm. like every song. Wonderful um, on that album yeah, with Stephen right, Curtis Chapman. Right. Doesn't get better than that. But they rewrote the course to Come All You Faithful. Oh, come, oh, come, let us adore him. We bow our hearts before him. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. Um, so I would definitely put that in my top Christmas songs of the year. And it's great to sing in church. So that's that's yeah. a win for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Christmas song, you can't really sing it in church. Okay. Um, what is one of your Christmas traditions? Rachel, I'll let you answer this one. So this one's come up a few times over the last, I think we talk about every year with Mm -hmm. our Christmas episode. Um, our consistent tradition is that on Christmas day or our, what we consider our Christmas day. We don't cook traditional food. We cook gumbo. And that is one of our favorite things. Y'all, I absolutely love that. Like, that was new to me because my my family didn't do that uh, because we weren't from Louisiana. And I absolutely love this new, you know, eight, nine year, you know, going on 10 years tradition of getting to enjoy Cajun food on Christmas. It's just, it's amazing. It's consistent and it's one of our kids' favorite dishes. Both of the boys love Our little Georgian kids love love Cajun food. I was making chili for a youth Christmas party a couple weeks ago and Judah said, didn't he ask you? He said, do you think that mom can make gumbo instead? I like gumbo better. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah. which he loves chili too. But um, that's one of them. Um, I think that when it comes to other things, it's not as consistent. We try to do uh, certain things every year. Like I really try to do like homemade ornaments every year. I, I like to dry out oranges and make cinnamon ornaments and that sort of thing with the kids. Um, and that's just like my yeah. personal deal. Um, I like I like can, to do those things. Can I say something about Christmas traditions here that of just course. hit me? So there are some Christmas traditions that even if you don't do them forever or do them every year, they live on forever in our memories. So yeah. I have a Christmas tradition that we haven't done in years in the French family, but every year on Christmas Eve when we were wrapping presents, we used to turn on Christmas in Killarney, which if you haven't heard that song, it's so fun. There's a new version by Rind Collective, which is oh, yeah. super fun. We didn't have that when I was a kid, but I don't even remember who, who sang it, but uh, it's Christmas in Killarney and all of the folks mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Dun, 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 right. And the family would just dance around the house wrapping gifts i mean it was the it was one of the most memorable things in my childhood and it very much lasted into us all growing yeah. up but it's so funny because it I hasn't just stuck like we john just talked about that on his podcast yeah he jonathan yeah. Uh, on uh his podcast he whatever with repeat. jonathan french mentioned that that's one of his favorite songs and yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that was planted deep in his memory yeah that's funny um and so uh, that's not something I do every year, but that memory stays with me forever. So yeah, if sense. you form traditions, it's okay if you don't do them every single year, but still be intentional to have traditions that your family can remember forever. Yeah, and for sure. our prayer as parents, you know, we have three kids now, two boys and a little girl, and uh, we want them to have Christmas memories that will last forever. So uh, I encourage you guys to have some traditions. Okay. What is your favorite holiday drink? One, Uh, two, three. (laughs) I don't know. Eggnog. You don't love eggnog. I do not love eggnog. You like. I like eggnog that is cinnamon flavored yeah but i do not enjoy and it's hard to find regular eggnog i know what you're talking about it's a specific kind of eggnog. the promised land oh it's good cinnamon yeah. eggnog is very good yep it's like um, one of those things you can only find at Publix, though occasionally i don't know um for me so, it's pecan pie and a glass of milk okay i'll say this and i don't know that it's necessarily a christmas thing i don't know around this time of year i like i love hot chocolate for sure and i do love apple cider um as far as coffee is concerned i love a a good salted caramel mocha and that's easier to find around this time of year um i do uh yeah, I can't say that I love peppermint drinks like peppermint hot chocolate or peppermint mochas or anything like that. I, I wish that I did, but I do like. Um, I, I can't like, believe I this know. wasn't easy for me. I it's this so wasn't, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so obvious what my favorite drink is all. 
from October all the way through December. Oh, yeah. You like pumpkin spice lattes. Well, I love pumpkin spice lattes, but... Cold brew. Irish My drink for like three months out of the year is a pumpkin cream cold brew coffee, um, which is a black cold brew with vanilla in it, and it has pumpkin foam, cold foam on the top. Yeah. And uh, it's best... At Starbucks, I hate to yeah. I hate to say that because it's a big chain, but Starbucks really has great cold. They they have great cold brew. I don't care who you are, they do know how to make a good cup of cold. Oh, brew. I'm gonna say this because when you talk about pumpkin drinks, I I guess I the reason it doesn't come to my mind when I think of Christmas these stuff is because it's like a fall drink in my mind, and so since we're there, let's just go ahead and I'm gonna say this. Peppermint milkshakes at Chick-fil-A are way better oh, than yeah. the autumn spice milkshake on, that came out this year. I'm yes. sorry. I know I caused a little controversy on Preach that on that on Facebook not too long ago. That's okay. I still I I still said what I you said. You hold fast to the truth. I will. I will. Yes. Peppermint milkshakes are one of my favorite Christmassy drinks. When it, you know, like I said, I, mm. the other stuff like peppermint, like coffees and hot chocolates, I eh, it's okay, but peppermint milkshakes worth that. Love it. So Dylan Robinson asked, "What's the song about?" Oh, did he? However, that cannot be revealed at this time, dun, Dylan. Dun, dun. Um, Rachel and I just got back from the studio. Which is our first time ever going in December. Oh, is it? We've never gone to the studio in December. Mm. Yeah, that was and so probably not the greatest we, time of year to go. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We're like, you know what? It's Christmas time. You know, we got to get gifts. And it's kind of a financially straining time of the year. Why don't we hit the studio and literally we're traveling every weekend in December and we decided yeah. to throw in a trip. I will just tell you this. I cannot tell you what the song is about yet, but we went in December intentionally Yeah, to make sure That's we right. could release the song in time. That's all we can tell you right now. But um, Rachel, we're pretty excited about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're excited about this song. This song, uh, actually, Rachel wrote the first lines of it, and a song was born. Okay, so um, what are your views, and we're still reading from Instagram, just for anybody tuning in in the middle of the podcast. I'm not sure why you would do that, but maybe you just got in <laughs> like the car. Like a live and, broadcast. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, um, it says, what are your views on gifts and just overall Christmas morning. Nathan? And, and actually, <laughs> I'm going to combine because there's two okay. questions here that are kind of similar because we're, we're 25 minutes in on the questions. Okay. So um, the second question was, and it's submitted by the same person, is it bad or good to celebrate Christmas? So the full question, I'm going to combine these two. What are your views on giving gifts on Christmas morning, and is it a good thing or a bad thing to celebrate? Okay, so um, we don't shy away from controversial questions here on the Noteworthy Podcast. We we always use this format to have good, honest, vulnerable conversations about things like this. I know that some people are a little divided on it, 
Um, and I'm just going to give you a really simple answer. I'm not going to give you a, an educated answer right now. Um, but my brother Ryan has a great article on this called Should Christians Celebrate Christmas yeah. at RyanAFrench.com. www.RyanAFrench.com. And he has a very detailed article um, to kind of support uh, every, everything that I really believe about Christmas myself. Um, but I will say that Rachel and I do celebrate Christmas. We think that it is a good thing to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, I do understand that it's been commercialized. I understand that the season is not about old St. Nick or Santa Claus. And uh, we don't teach our kids that Christmas is all about gifts and what you get. Um, but I do think that giving is a beautiful thing that uh, our families should get to experience to be able to give to others. And um, I'll say this too, really quick. We have, I feel like we've been really intentional not to be crazy when it comes to that. Because like you just said, we don't put a huge focus on the gifts, you know? Right, right. So we've been really intentional not to go crazy as parents. You know, I don't think we've just stacked up our living room with things. Um, and right. our kids are very blessed and we're thankful for that. Um, and so it's easy for me to just pick up some things that they may need mm-hmm. or yeah. just have really wanted. But they're so great too because it's it's helped that even just a couple of things, and it can be small things, but they think it's the greatest thing in right, the world, right. and I love that. And as as Christians, we are celebrating um, the the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Of course, we understand that nobody really believes he was born on December twenty fifth, or that's the day he yeah. was born. We understand all that. It's just a day out of the year. I would say, as a Christian. For the whole world to be turning to Jesus, to a manger, Mm -hmm. and singing about him and focusing on him, and in turn focusing on what he did for us on Calvary, I think it's a glorious thing for us to celebrate as Christians. Now, um, on the flip side of this, there are people that I know and love and respect dearly that do not celebrate Christmas and um, it's not that they don't celebrate the birth of the Savior. They just are convicted about some pagan backgrounds that have to do with, yeah. um, you know, every, you know, the, the months of the year are pagan in background. Yeah. A, a yeah. lot of a lot of our modern ter- terminology comes from from things that can be considered pagan. Um but I'm not going to get into all that. What I wanted to say with that is, um, if you believe in in celebrating Christmas, meaning you go all in, your church celebrates, you have programs, banquets, um, you decorate your house, all that stuff, Rachel and I do all that. Just being real with you, we do all that. Um, we're just celebrating all month long. But if if you are convicted by that and you do not celebrate that, I think it's very important for us to be reverent 
and respectful and kind to other Christians uh, that do not celebrate in that manner, in the in the the way that others celebrate in December, and uh, I don't think it's something that should cause division yeah. in the body of Christ. I, I believe in the Book of Romans. I believe in Christian liberty, and if somebody has a conviction, we absolutely should respect that and encourage that and support them uh, if that is what they feel. But as for me and Rachel, mm-hmm. we love to celebrate yeah. Christmas. This, Rachel, you have anything you want to add on? Yeah, to this that? year um, was special because we got to um, treat our kids to um, an experience that was unique. And, you know, they're just of the age now where Christmas is just a little different now. They're a little older. Um, Judah's five. And he understands things on a different level now. Ezra is so smart, and he is our little hype man. Um, and he understands that Christmas is about Jesus, and he knows that. But this year was a little different, and it was very special because we got to take our kids to um, experience Return to Bethlehem. Oh, which that is was awesome. Very close to our house. Um, it happened to be at the boys' school which is at a church, They're, the church there hosted Return to Bethlehem, and they turn um, their land into, a f- I mean, a f- <laughs> Bethlehem is literally what they, they turn it into. They recreate the Bethlehem experience in the best way that they can. And uh, the boys were so excited because you start this tour of Bethlehem and there's camels and each uh you stop at each um what would you call it not not kind of stage yeah they would have they would have different scenes scenes and they would darken them and then they'd light them up when you approach so yeah yeah, it's kind of dramatized yeah plays all throughout the back of the church yeah and then you'd go through bethlehem and it was really cool because it was like a market area and uh, we have some funny moments that um, that that happened. Like I did not know that the chickens at uh, one of the shops were fake, and one of the boys wanted to see if it was fake and kicked the chicken. And I didn't know that it was a fake chicken, and I thought we were about to get kicked out of Bethlehem, but <laughs> um, it turns out they were fake, and that oh, the owners word. were very sweet. There was and a funny story the in boys Bethlehem. Bread. They offered them fresh bread. That was sweet. Um, what was your funny story? <laughs> well, we um, we had my dear friend Devin Cunningham in town, which is no stranger to the show. And uh, he was here to sing at our Christmas program. And there was a, a, a young girl with a shofar, you know, the like the horn trumpet. <laughs> and they did this big entrance into... You know, (laughs) into the city of Bethlehem. And there's this Roman officer like, pay the census, pay your taxes, right? And this girl blows the shofar and she goes, (laughs) it was like, it was the funniest sounding trumpet. And she kind of got tickled because she realized it was a total fail. So she was laughing and Devin and I were just losing it. 
Um, but uh, you know, it's not it's not Christmas if you don't have some some funny thing ha- happen yeah. like that. But at the end of the journey, mm-hmm. there there's a scene where there's Mary and Joseph with their baby and an angel who's singing Silent Night, and you go through all of the. Um, uh, my slight chaos of Bethlehem, and when I say that, it means it was just busy, and that it was intentionally that way. I loved it; it was great. Right. Um, but you come to this scene, and they make it a very quiet moment. And if you know our boys, they're very hyper; they're very high energy. They they are very independent. They don't have a lot of fear. They would totally wander through Bethlehem without us, without even thinking about it. But in this moment, Mary and Joseph were, you know, talking about their baby and, they, and then they get quiet and the angels start singing Silent Night. And it's a really special, just still moment. And I looked down at Judah and he was so, um, he was just still. He mm, just, yeah. he was so captivated by the scene and what was happening and when we got in the car, I said, Judah, what was your favorite part? And he said, when the baby was born. Mm. And he was so sweet about it, so serious about it. And I thought, thank God we are doing something right because um, we talk about Jesus. We talk about the birth of Jesus. We have read books about it. I, you know, We've played with the little nativity sets, that sort of thing. But there was something about going through return to Bethlehem that sunk in with Judah this year. And I was very thankful for that, for sure. It's so good. Well, guys, this has been the Instagram Christmas Q&A portion of the show. (laughs) And uh, at this time, we are going to interview another special guest on the show. And... uh, this will be kind of the end of the Q&A segment. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to just share a quick devotion. We've been feeling in our spirits about being present during the holidays. But tune in now for our other special guest, who is actually five years old. All right, everyone, we have a very special guest, uh, on the podcast today, he is very brilliant, very handsome, very, very filled with the Christmas spirit. He's five years old. He's our oldest son. His name is Judah. Judah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Say thanks for having me. Oops. Can you say hi? Hi. <laughs> Okay, so Judah, we want to ask you a couple of questions about Christmas. Do you love Christmas? Can you answer out loud? He's shaking his head, yes. Yes, he's Can nodding say, his head. say, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's nodding his head. Shaking, mm-hmm. nodding. Um, okay, Judah, so we wanted to ask you, what is your favorite Christmas song? Uh, Jingle Bell. Oh yeah, that's right. Song. I worked long and hard to make sure that was the first favorite Christmas song. Okay, so question number two. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Uh, because of Jesus' birthday. Oh, yeah. Good job, Judah. That's awesome. 
So what part of the Christmas story do you like the most? Of it snowing. Oh, yeah. Of someone making a snowman snowball fight. Oh, yeah. A, snob- a snowball fight would be so fun. What gift? Or making a snow angel. Oh, yeah. We just talked about that. That would be so cool to make. Maybe yeah. it'll snow. So another question. What gift would you have taken to baby Jesus if you could have gone to see him? What gift would you have taken him? When he was a baby. Um, a baby toy dressed like Kyla's. Oh, yeah? Oh, What's yeah. her favorite baby toy? Kyla is Maybe Jesus sister. would like... Maybe he would like a, a thing that he hits. Oh, okay. So, Kyla likes... Her car seat toy, it hangs on the handle of her car seat. No. Yeah. And it makes a really cool noise and she likes to hit it. It is a it makes jingle jingle jingle. Yeah. It kinda sounds like jingle bells, I'm sure. Jingle jingle jingle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two more questions. Are you down for that? Okay. What is your favorite ornament on our Christmas tree? Uh I know it's uh it has spikes on the back of his head and uh um it is very fresh and it has red shoes with buckles and it has white gloves. Are we talking about Sonic? Yes! <laughs> oh my Sonic ornament. We don't have a, we Sonic, don't have a ornament, Sonic ornament, but that would be cool, wouldn't it? That would Sonic be cool. Picture. We might need to get one. That would be awesome. <gasps> or okay. a Sonic watch. All right. So here's the last question for you, okay? What do you think your Christmas tree would say if it could talk? Uh. Oh, hi. My name is Christmas. <laughs> and uh, I have Christmas lights. Do you love my ornaments? Wow. <laughs> That sounds like it would be a very friendly Christmas tree. I love it. Do you have anything you want to say to our listeners today? Can you tell everybody Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas! Well, everyone, we've had such a good time just getting to talk about Christmas with all of you, and um, we consider it really, truly a privilege and an honor to just get to kind of speak into your life today on the show. And uh, Rachel, we've had such a good time kind of answering questions and things like that, but Rachel was talking to me on the way home today. We were traveling back. We drove 22 hours in the last couple of days we were driving back from Arkansas we were ministering there this weekend and Rachel was talking to me about the the present of of presence the um, the importance of of being present during uh, this season that can be if we're not careful it can be hectic and we'll miss it and we won't actually experience peace on earth and and we have a whole nother podcast from a couple years ago about protecting your peace on earth so we won't rehash all of that but that's still just as true today as it was when we talked about it a couple years ago on the podcast 
Um, Rachel, what do you think is so important in this season to to be present, to not just give presence, but to give the gift of being present for the people around you? I think that core memories are very important to protect because mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. holidays are memorable. Mm. Um, it's such an emotional time, whether you mean for it to be or not. Right. It's a vulnerable time. Um, it's kind of for, you know, for a, a lot of families, it's, you know, expected that yeah. you're spending time together that, you know, right. you're, you're going to do dinners together. You're going to have gift exchanges, that sort of thing. Um, it's kind of a cultural norm. And for a lot of families it you may just be house hopping, you yeah. know, yeah. um, you've got multiple family units that you may be visiting over the holidays. And, um, I feel convicted in my spirit, especially in the holidays about making sure that I am present. And that means, um, a couple of things for me personally. One of those things is playing with my kids and not yeah. being on my phone while I'm playing with them. Right. Not being distracted by my phone when they want to play. Um, they're really good about saying, we play with me. And uh, that's, it's one of my favorite things in the world when I were home and I hear one of the boys go up to Nathan and say, right. Daddy, we play with me. Or yeah. Daddy, do you want to mm. play with me? And they have such great imaginations, and yep. I know that they we have those great dinosaurs tonight imaginations. before the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> because they have an incredible dad who has a great imagination, mm. and they play all the time. It's really great. Um, dinners. It's really important to me to become, um, you know, device free. That you you're having conversations. I think it's important to make sure that you know you're comfortable around one another and you can share and um it has definitely challenged me to learn how to be a better conversationalist because um you know if i sit down and 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 say Gita, what's your favorite thing about christmas i might possibly get a i don't know right or right. i'm too tired to answer you know yeah. So it's challenged me to think of creative ways. Um, and I'm trying to start that, you know, while they're young. Uh, but even for Nathan and I, we now we've both been intentional about being good conversationalists, you know, um, across the board. But, you know, dinner time, holidays, that sort of thing, we're very careful not to... Um, overbook those things this year uh, for in, in particular in the month of December Nathan and I have been traveling quite a bit and even though we've been together um, traveling can be tiring and um, and because it's learning music teaching music making sure that if it's Nathan and I doing uh, songs by ourselves then we're 
um, practicing those things. We're, you know, just, it's, it's, it's working is, is what it is. And we've been intentional on the plane or in the car to, um, to talk about something other than, uh, the event that's happening, right. Um, around that time, um, just to make sure that we're connecting with one another and we're Mm -hmm. present for each other. And then the same for our kids because we have traveled so much. So like this weekend, we took them with us, even though it was a long car drive uh, there. It was about 11 hours to get there. Um, And it was, you know, two days later we were driving back and the boys thought it was, we were going to be in the car forever. And we were, but it was a long drive. Even though, you know, we have reached the stage of, are we there yet? Every hour on the hour. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that because Judah said, this is way long. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And at one point he, he finally gave in and closed his eyes and he said, mom, can you wake me up and let me know when we're in America again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we in America? <laughs> I said, I think you mean Atlanta. And he said, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also calls Alabama, um, something crazy. I can't remember it. <laughs> Like, are we in Alphabama or something? <laughs> Alphabama. Anyways, to get to the, the the point of this, what I'm trying to say is you can get so busy, and not just at Christmas time. You know, it could be that you're working a full-time mm-hmm. job, and you're just a very busy person. It's very busy seasons, you know? Yeah. Um, everybody has their own schedules. Even kids at a young age, they're involved in extracurricular activities and going to the holidays. You have play practices and Christmas programs and, and all the things. And you're, you're working a lot. You've got all these, you know, Christmas parties, work events, all this stuff. But I think it's really important that even if you just take Christmas weekend, this weekend, and you make yourself more present and in the moment, yeah, it is worth it for your family. If you're, especially if you're a parent, you need to be present. That's the best thing you can give to your kids because you could go and spend a thousand dollars on them mm-hmm. and get really cool gifts and they will remember them for just a little while. Yeah. They will never forget the time that the you, time spend you spend with them yeah. and how you make them feel, you know, yeah. giving a gift is a great thing, but how you make them feel with your, mm-hmm. your time, your words, your affection, that's really, that's really important. Yeah. There's nothing more valuable than the currency and the gift of time. Yeah. And it, it can't be bought. The, that currency can only be spent and you can only do it once. And so Rachel and I just wanted to encourage you in closing out this episode to give the present of presents this year. Be present for your family, your friends, for your loved ones, and uh, don't miss out on what God is doing. Um, You know, I know it's a hectic time of year. This is probably the busiest December Rachel and I have ever had in our lives, and we're so thankful for it. But in, in the chaos of that, you have to slow down, take a breath, right? Remember that there is peace on earth. There's a wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, who is Emmanuel, God with us. And so we wanted to close out by just praying over you today. 
And uh, I'm going to lead us in prayer. And we just want to pray over you during this season as you're traveling to uh, your families. Maybe you're traveling out of state right now while you're listening to this. Um, We'd be privileged and honored to pray for you. Jesus, we love you today. And we thank you so much for every listener that has tuned into this podcast. God, I pray that in the hecticness and the chaos that is December, that even though it's cold outside, that you would warm our hearts and that you would draw us closer to you, that you would help us, God, to remember what this is all about, to remember the reason of why we're celebrating and to put you at the center of everything that we do this month. God, I pray a hedge of protection around those that are traveling right now. I pray you'd keep them and bring them home safely. God, help us to surround ourselves with loved ones and family. God, I pray for those that have lost loved ones, and maybe Christmas is a very difficult season for them because of that, because there's an empty chair at the table. God, I pray for comfort and peace in their families right now. And we'll be sure to give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Rachel, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast today. And uh, we hope that you all have the most amazing Christmas. Rachel and I want to wish you in three, two, one, a Merry Christmas. God bless you all. We'll see you next time on the Noteworthy Podcast. And see my Jesus there That he doesn't ever care Cause he is wrapped up in the arms of his mother He has come to save the world Every boy and every girl He has come to save his sons and his daughters But for now He's just a baby He can save the world